How do you stay true to you, even when staying true to you means taking the hard path or the road less traveled? Hi, welcome to a conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery that feels exceedingly personal as I just laid out that title for you. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find out about me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today's conversation um, was on the books for 2018, actually. It was a conversation that I was going to have with all of you, and I chickened out out of having with all of you and then I changed my mind to have it with all of you and then I changed it back um, because it's a little personal and it's a little embarrassing. I've been looking at all of the posts towards the end of 2018 where everybody was talking about their year in review and the goals that they made and what they have planned for the coming year and I knew instinctively in my bones that there was a story I needed to share and a personal lesson and a personal experience that I needed to share. And I wasn't quite sure I was ready to go there yet. You see, I really value transparent and authentic conversations on this show. I have been unafraid to sort of pull the curtain back and show the dirty, nitty, itty gritty bits of business building and what it feels like to do mindset in real time. But there is always that voice that we carry that if we talk about our, you know, sort of our screw ups, our F ups and our sort of missteps and um, paths that we took that led us to the wrong direction, there is still that voice of like, oh, what will people think of me? And will they still feel, you know, comfortable hiring me if they know this? Because ultimately, my podcast is, you know, the main marketing arm of my business. It's how you all come to know, like and trust me and hopefully then how you come to choose to hire me. So of course, it's my goal that at the end of this episode, you feel more drawn to me, more connected to me by my, you know, sort of showing the the truth of business building um, and that you're not repelled from me. But anytime we do this, we run that risk, right? And the thing you've heard me tell you guys on the show all the time is that you have to tell people what you want them to think so that you can control the narrative. Now, I can't control what you think about this after you hear the story, how you interpret me, my abilities as a business owner, or any of that. All I can hope and wish and pray is that my personal experience serves you in some way for the better. That hearing me talk about this experience changes the way you might move through the world and manage your business differently in the coming year. That's why we get transparent with our lessons. That's why we preach authenticity. It's not just so we can all have a homeless in the white van story. It's so that we can truly help people and make a greater impact. And I've shared a lot of lessons and a lot of insights with all of you um, in the past year, but I skipped one. I didn't talk about one. And it came up in my head a couple of times. Anytime I was looking for content to talk to you guys about last year, I was like, oh, I should talk about this. Oh, no, maybe next time. So it's not easy to say, wow, I really effed it up. Wow, I stepped out of alignment with myself. Holy hell, I can't believe I did that. This is not going to be my favorite episode to record. I may choose as a result not to promote it to hope that it just gets hid in, you know, sort of in the queue somewhere for people to find if they want 
to. I may not shout it out from the rooftops, but I'm not going to run from it anymore either. I'm not going to hide from it. I'm not going to pretend it didn't happen. And I'm going to own that I made a mistake. And I'm going to share with you what I learned from it. Because you see, at the beginning of 2018, I had a lot of attention in the online space. I had been working for Jill and Josh Stanton of the Screw the 9 to 5 community. I had been partnering with Jessica Lorimer over at Smart Leader Cell on a couple of her courses. We created a course and a business idea together that we implemented later in the year. I was also consulting a couple of different entrepreneurial training groups. I was all over, you know, my podcast was sort of getting a little bit of buzz and attention and people were tagging me and I was building really good business from it. I was building consistent revenue from it. And one of the things that happened as a result of my network and as a result of my connections is I was hired for one of those high-end coaching programs to be a mindset consultant for them. And in the course of that work, I learned an important lesson and then I learned it again a couple of times during the year in case I hadn't quite gotten it right the first time. And that was the idea that I put myself in the passenger seat of my business when it came to making decisions based on how people perceived me. If I was worried that saying no to something was somehow going to be unsavory to one of the thought leaders in the space, I said yes. If I was worried that by having boundaries, I would somehow be blackballed from opportunities or I would miss out on something, I failed to set a boundary. I said yes to things because I was afraid of the consequence that would come from saying no. This includes accepting work from people who wouldn't be, you know, who I really significantly helped and changed the shape of their lives and their businesses, but were unwilling to offer me testimonials, wanted me to sign um, non-disclosure forms up to Wazoo. And when I look at all of the things that felt gross, when I look at all of the things that just felt unsavory in my business from 2018, the things that felt heavy, the things that felt very inconsistent with me and the things that I talk about on the show, it really came down to saying yes when I wanted to say no out of a fear of what would happen to me and my reputation. I felt held hostage by the visibility that I had accumulated. I felt indebted to the people who had gotten me there. I felt like if I didn't keep contributing to the network of names that were starting to pop up in my inbox, that at any point in time, I would be a has-been and it would all go away. But as a result, I said yes to things and to work I really did not want to do because I was simply afraid to say no. It didn't feel like unethical. It didn't feel in, you know, poor, you know, human form to do these things, but it really felt out of alignment. It felt like I was accepting less than I deserved. It felt like I wasn't advocating for my worth. I wasn't standing up and saying what I deserved. I was in a position of accepting what people were willing to offer me because I was afraid if I said no to that, no more offers would come. And when I look at that, I'm just embarrassed 
because it goes against everything I talk to you guys about on the show. It goes against who I am and how I move through the world. And when I chase the tail to different things that happened in the year, like times that I kind of became a little invisible, times when I played it safe, when I had a really good idea for my business and I didn't take action on it, I can chase the tail to the heaviness that came from saying yes when I really needed to say no. Because when you're on the rise and when you're the, you know, like when you're the, not the next big thing, that's an exaggeration, but when you're the name that everybody's tagging and everybody's noting and everybody's saying, oh, you need to talk to Heather, or, you know, I'm going to tag Heather in this. She's really great. Like the ego gets involved. And for me, like, The inflation of the ego, I got to tell you, that didn't last too long on my end because I've already learned that lesson the hard way when I was working residential. I let ego run the show and I really alienated myself and I created a lot of problems for myself in my 20s when I was just new to the whole professional way of moving through the world. So as soon as I caught the inflated ego part, I was really able to keep that in check. But what I didn't successfully keep in check was this idea that it might all go away at a moment's notice. That if I didn't keep saying yes to people, if I didn't keep being super helpful and pleasing and offering value and saying, like offering people who could pay me really good money, like my assistance for free, just because I was afraid that they like wouldn't, you know, talk me up or wouldn't share my information if I didn't, like I'm embarrassed and I'm ashamed of myself. Because if any of you wrote to me with that letter that like some influencer came in and asked you for a favor, so you offered the time and you did it for free because you didn't, you know, want to say no to doing it for free, like I would have just asked you like, I would have reminded you that you're the boss of your business, that someone else's success is not a reflection of your own and you get to be successful along with them. But for some reason, if I look at my 2018, there's not many steps. I'm not telling you guys that I did this all the time and there's a, you know, a deep embedded pattern of behavior in 2018. But when I look at the parts of my 2018 that I'm not happy with, they have nothing to do with revenue. They have nothing to do with systems. They have nothing to do with this podcast. It continues to be the light of my professional life. It continues to be something I'm really proud of. We just crossed over 85,000 episodes over the um, Christmas, New Year's holiday. I'm super like, uh, did I say 85,000 episodes? 85,000 downloads. Um, And I'm super, super impressed by that. And I'm super proud of it. But I can also see the story that maybe I didn't deserve it. Maybe somebody else would be the favorite one. Maybe somebody else would start getting the referrals if I didn't play nice with others, if I didn't acquiesce, if I in any way made these thought leaders who, you know, had I'd somehow thankfully come across their radar. If I had somehow said no, if I set boundaries, if I charged my worth, it would all go away. I can look at about three or four, maybe even five times in my 2018 where I wasn't taking care of myself where I wasn't honoring and respecting my talent by charging my worth, when I was saying yes to doing extra tasks that I wasn't being reimbursed for, I can see a slight 
pattern of behavior that said, I didn't really do this all on my own. Or maybe the story becomes, I'm not capable of doing this on my own. I'm not really sure. I never really, you know, made it conscious. And I I don't really, (laughs) when I know it's a gigantic thinking error, I don't really pick at it to find more (laughs) specifics with it, to find all the ways it's wrong. But to know that I said yes when I should have said no out of a fear of what would happen. And I think that there are so many times as we're climbing towards success on the ladder, there are so many moments where we think if we just do this, maybe it'll be the fast track. If we just, you know, sort of invest in this product, maybe this will get us there faster. If we somehow compromise our integrity and we don't call out BS that we see, maybe, you know, we'll be more likable and we'll keep the water calm and people will find us more approachable. I think that every business owner can look at the small decisions that they've made throughout the past 12 months and they can see times when they might have been influenced by what others would think or how their choice would impact their revenue and their bottom line. When I did that for myself, my friends, I simply didn't like what I saw. I was embarrassed because I didn't put my value first. I didn't put my worth first. I believed in the success of other people in those moments more than I believed in my ability to recreate my own success for myself, to recreate what I had done for myself in my brick and mortar, all on my own in my online business. And that, my friends, is how I got in my own way. Because as soon as you do something that embarrasses you, As soon as you do something that you know, you know, with me being a mindset coach and giving you guys advice all the time, like it's hypocritical of me to have made this mistake. If I don't sit and own that part and then say never again, first of all, I'm obviously doomed to repeat it, but then I never learn from it. And so much of this is recognizing that there are so many quick paths to easy street. There's always somebody saying like, here's how to make a quick buck. Here's how you can skip some steps. Just do this. Or if I, if you promote this on my site, I'll promote this on your, back and forth, back and forth. And we never stop and look at like, what are we actually paying for? What is the cost of the skip step? Because I have to tell you, when I look at the things that I said yes to, that I should have said no to, I have nothing to show for it. I can't sit and tell you guys, hey, I got five referrals from that. I'm so glad that I did that. Hey, like I, you know, I helped this person for three days for free. I'm so glad that I did that. Like there's nothing to show for it because takers are just going to keep taking. And they're not thinking about you. And they're not thinking about the health and wealth of your business. They're only thinking about the health and wealth of their own. It's on us to preserve our talent. It's on us to have the integrity, to stand on our own two feet, to say what we deserve, and to recognize that, yes, in fact, for our values, our beliefs, the way we move through the world, some people may not like it. And yes, we might be blackballed. But it doesn't 
feel good getting clients any other way. Initially, you tell yourself a story that like the revenue will make it matter, or once the check comes in, it's this, that, and the other thing. But the reality is, is it doesn't work that way. I don't look back at the work that I got from these random connections, and and I'm not filled with pride. Every single time I look at the work that I've gathered from those visibility opportunities, I'm suddenly thinking to myself, like, wow, like, not really worth it. Look at what you had to compromise. Look at like, just because you were so afraid that you couldn't stand on your own two feet, you said yes to this. None of that feels good. And we are going to be at that decision marker moment. (laughs) I said that wrong, but you know what I'm talking about. We're going to be at that milestone marker so many times in our career and we have to get centered. Is this a reflection of who I am and the business owner I want to be? Because for example, I was talking to somebody who was a prospective client in the middle of the year and she was signed on to work with me and then a bunch of things happened in her family and she lost the free time that she was going to contribute to the work that she was doing and then one thing after another she didn't have the financials to to sort of invest in working with me in the way that we had she had wanted to engage in like a three-month coaching project and she really couldn't you know investment wise take that on and time wise she didn't really have the time to implement it so I was able to offer her with an open heart like a discounted alternative that still respected my talent, but also respected her circumstance. And the reality is, is that my business health can't afford to do that for everybody, but that I'm not going to do that in those moments of bending my business, of compromising my values, if I'm doing it all over the place. I never would have done that for her if I had, you know, constantly, constantly been saying yes when I needed to say no, because that generosity needs to come from like a willing and open spirit. And that's what I was able to offer that client. But when you make decisions against that and you betray your values, it is really hard to go back. So what you have to do is forgive yourself and hold accountability, but remind yourself too, like that doesn't define you. Like I know I tried to take the easy way out. I tried to get the fast track. I tried to impress the people who I thought would give me the connections that I needed to build my business as a success that I would get from A to Z faster. And I impulsively just try to be over, I don't even know what you call it. Like I just over accommodating, I guess. And I learned from that. And what I am asking for you to do in this discussion is to learn from me, to take a mental inventory of how you've spent your past 12 months and to look at things that you might not have said in order to protect somebody's feelings, ways that you failed to advocate for yourself because you didn't want to be difficult, questions that you failed to ask because you were afraid to seem dumb, business mistakes that you, you know, made because you were afraid to ask for help. I want you to look at how in 2018 did you set yourself up to fail and what in 2019 do you need to do differently to set yourself up for success, to be in line with who you are, to be consistent with your values, and to be building a life and business on your terms rather than out of fear. Because that's what I see I did for myself at times in 2018. When I was so afraid the popularity was going to go away or people 
people would stop sharing my show or doing all of this. I was just afraid it would all go away rather than on some level being willing for it all to go away if that was the cost of having it in the first place. And once I got to that place, once I was able to dial in and get super specific on that, everything got easier from there. But first I had to sit in the shitter, my friends. I had to sit in that place of just embarrassment and regret and remorse and to order to know for myself that in 2019, never again, yes is going to mean yes, no is going to mean no, and me not wanting to is reason enough not to do it regardless of the circumstances and regardless of any consequences that might happen as a result of that, that I choose to recognize that some people can be petty. Some people can kind of use their name and reputation against me, but I don't have to play. That's what I want you all to think about. I want you to prepare yourself that as you start to accumulate success, as you start to get more known, you're going to see these opportunities shining and standing out. And it's going to be your moment of truth, your moment of deciding, do you get closer to the life and the person you want to be and the job you want to have or the business you want to have, or do you move further away? Because when you make that decision on your terms, my friends, I promise you everything gets easier which is why I'm able to admit to this frailty today, which is why I'm able to share the story with you today. Because once I owned it, I didn't have to run from it and it didn't own me. I was able to say, okay, I got misguided. Okay, I thought like it would be kind of cool from the cheap seats, but that doesn't work for anybody else's business. It's not the advice I would give anybody else. So of course, I'm not going to give it to myself. Now, I... I didn't learn this the easy way and I didn't learn it right away. I made the same mistake over and over again. But when I look at how I'm setting 2019 up for success, I'm in the middle of this website overhaul. So if you want in on it and you want to see the before and after, head over to choose to have it all.com and you can see the before um, if you're listening to this episode in real time, because I really hope that within two weeks from now, you'd be able to go to choose to have it all.com and see a business more representative of who I am and how I move through the world today. But in order to get there, in order to be able to show you that vision with openness and with acceptance and enthusiasm, I have to also be honest with you about the missteps. Otherwise, I'm sharing an incongruent version of events. It's not authentic. It doesn't ring true. And I simply can't stand behind it. So hopefully in this quick little episode, I've given you something to think about. If you're taking an emotional or physical tally of your year and you're finding things that haven't added up and you'd like my two cents on it, I really invite you to write in with your question and your perspective and I will gladly share my two cents on the podcast. My answers are always anonymous and I always take out the identifying information unless the listener asks me to do otherwise. You can find me for that over at heather at choose to have it all.com. Thanks for your time and consideration today. I really really look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.